Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode of This is the Author, meet unmistakable creative podcaster Srinivas Rao, businesswoman Tiffany Bova, and entrepreneur Jessica Honiger. You'll learn personal and professional skills as these authors talk about creativity, discovering new paths to success, facing your fears, and why one author may have found a new career path thanks to the recording process. Enjoy. Hi, this is Srinivas Rao. I wrote my book because we live in a world right now where it's easier than ever to take something from idea to execution, and the gap between creativity and technology is narrower than it's ever been. In fact, it won't be long before it's completely non-existent. But the problem is that because this gap between creativity and technology is so non-existent, more often than not, people don't do anything creative unless they have the opportunity to be validated in some way, whether that's in the form of a large audience, whether that's in the form of monetary compensation. As a result, what has happened is despite having all these tools, people don't do anything creative solely for its own sake. We've lost this ethos of creating for an audience of one. We've lost expressing our creativity for its own sake. And as a result, I think we're missing out. We're missing out on great work. We're missing out on much more fulfilling and rewarding lives. We're missing out on the opportunity to really find much more meaning and significance in our work because of that. And on top of that, you have a world that is filled with all sorts of sources of distraction. The very tools that often facilitate our creativity are also the things that inhibit it. And so we have to learn to work and do deep and meaningful work in a world that is excessively filled with distractions and things that actually prevent us from getting this work done. Narrating an audiobook is an interesting experience. This is the second time that I've had to do it. The thing that I think surprises most people is that it's much harder than it looks or even sounds. You kind of think to yourself, how hard can it possibly be to narrate a book that I wrote? And yet, you know, if you were actually to go and hear all the edits, you would hear lots of F-bombs and outtakes and all sorts of ridiculousness because of the fact that it's actually far different than just reading a book off a page because you want to have emotion. You don't want to just sound monotone. In that case, we would just have a computer read it. I think the other thing that's interesting is by the time you're done with a book and the book is submitted to production, the manuscript is finished, and you're reading the book, you hear sentences in a way that you've never heard them before because now you're being forced to read them out loud. And you start to think about how that one sentence could be changed and sound a little more rhythmic if you had changed this one word. So I think that it's probably one of the most interesting sort of ways to experience your own work when you narrate your own book. Repertoire was a word that I realized I didn't know how to pronounce, and I probably will still not pronounce it properly. <laughs> it's amusing because you, you actually write certain words and you see them all the time, you read them, and you know exactly what they mean, but it's very rare that you have to pronounce them out loud. So I think that was one of the words that surprised me. I'm excited to have listeners hear this because of the fact that most people who are hearing this are people who have heard my voice for the better part of 10 years. They've listened to me on a podcast, and it, the sound of my voice is probably the deepest connection that I have to the people who are in my audience. And so I'm excited for them to hear this. I'm you know, proud of the, of the work that we've done on this book. And more than anything, I really hope it inspires them to go out and really express their creativity. But to be able to share this is really kind of neat because you know I usually am telling other people's stories. It's very rare that I'm telling my own. 
the advice that I have for the next author who wants to narrate their book is to work with an amazing team because I've gotten to work with one here and drink lots of water. Don't you know, go out and get drunk the night before. You know, manage your vocal cords, get rested, and just know that it's going to be harder than you think it is. It's actually quite a bit of work. It's weird. I hadn't thought about it till this moment, but my mom used to read to me when I was a kid. When I was three years old, she would read to me. And at a certain point, she tried to get smart on me, and she tried to record an audio tape of herself reading. And I wasn't having any of it. I insisted that the reading had to be live. Hi, this is Tiffany Bova. I wrote my book because after being a really strong student of what I do for a living, I felt like it was a story that had yet to be told. And so I was inspired to write it really because everybody else said I should have a book. And then the journey began. And three or four years later, lo and behold, the book was finished. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be cathartic. Why? It really was interesting to feel what the book would actually sound like if it was read out loud. When you write it, you know, rarely is there a time where you sort of say it out loud. You might say a sentence, but not 311 pages. So it was super great to kind of hear what it would feel like and what types of comments or statements that I made that needed to be punched up. I'm excited about the listeners hearing what I emphasized in my voice so that they can hold that thought a bit longer. Looking at the words flat on the page doesn't give you a whole lot of movement in the story, so I'm really excited for them to hear that. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Oprah. She is an amazing orator and an equally amazing storyteller. I realized I had trouble pronouncing United States. I should have used U.S. Then I would say, Anything or any sentence with lots of S's. It got me all tripped up pretty consistently. But thankfully, Christina, she made me stay on track and told me how to say words I had no idea how to say out loud. Hi, this is Jessica Honiger. I wrote my book, In Perfect Courage, because I spent a lot of years letting fear sideline me. But I knew in order to live a life of purpose and a life of impact, I needed to learn how to make fear my friend. And so I wrote this book as a bit of a memoirish map from here to there. And I really want to take people by the hand and walk them through this journey of discovering their purpose, discovering a life of impact by leaving comfort and simply going scared. The one word I would use in describing my experience in recording an audiobook is fun. I have had so much fun. I really used to want to be an actress in fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, and I was always the MC of various talent shows, etc. So I felt like I got back in touch with that part of me that was really alive when I was a little girl. I mean, I'm thinking about an alternative career now. I mean, hire me anytime, anybody out there, if you want me to narrate your book. I'm game. It was really fun. Okay, I have a serious issue pronouncing a word that I say most frequently. 
because I am all about empowering plural, W-O-M-E-N, women, but my entire life, I have pronounced the plural of women as women with the O because it's spelled W-O and somewhere along the way, nobody has corrected me. And as I was telling a whole bunch of people on my online platforms that I have been stumbling over this word, this entire audio recording, I've had so many people write to me and say, yeah, we've noticed that about you, especially when you record your podcast or in past conversations. And we just thought it was like a Southern thing. So I don't think that the habit has officially been broken because I finished the last chapter and was still having to go back and re-record whenever I would pronounce it. I'm just going to own it as one of my own idiosyncrasies. I just don't think at 40 plus years that I can change how I've said something my entire life, but I did it for the sake of the audio listeners out there. I'm really excited about taking listeners with me on the journey. As I read it, I really felt like I was there when we were picking up Jack and meeting him for the first time. And a lot of my exhortations, especially to women in this, see, women in this book, I feel so passionately about. And a lot of times I just imagined being at a coffee table with a woman who was really struggling with her worth or owning her story or struggling with comparison or being judgmental or being cynical, I'm actually more comfortable speaking than I am writing. And so it was a real joy for me to get to convey my thoughts as if I'm literally sitting across the table from the person who is wanting to hear the message in this book and really inviting them into the journey. It felt very intimate to me to get to have this conversation. When I think about my childhood in relation to books, I definitely have always been a reader. And my great-grandma actually wrote a book in the early 1900s. She wrote about her own experiences surviving and actually helping to protect genocide survivors in the Armenian War. And it's a bit of a rough read, but I grew up knowing my great-grandmother wrote this book, so I think that that also sort of set a vision for me. And I spin tales. I mean, there were a lot of fact-checkers in this book (laughs) because I spin tales. And I never feel like I'm lying or I'm creating a good story. I want to bring someone into my story. So I definitely have been that one who is like the storyteller in the group. And people walk away and go, that was a great story. I don't know if that was completely accurate, but man, she had me. (laughs) If I could have anyone narrate the book, although I have to say the tone of the book doesn't totally fit her style, but I mean, Tina Fey. I mean, you just can't get enough of Tina Fey. I loved her book, Bossy Pants, and she's hilarious. I did quote her in my book, and I was so nervous when I was reading her quote. I was like, how would Tina Fey say this quote that she says? That was probably my scariest moment. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.